listen to episode 30 of Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. And I am Mike. Uh, episode 30, we got a special one. We've got uh, March 1st, 2001's No Idea Records release, Small Brown Bikes Dead Reckoning, paired with the inimitable June 18th, 2005 from Universal Pictures, R.I.P. George Romero, Land of the Dead. Yes. That was just a jumble of words. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing Land of the Dead and Dead Reckoning. <laughs> based on the fact that the truck in the movie is called Dead Reckoning. Yeah, I honestly thought at first it was just like, well, it's just stuff that's dead. And then oh. I, when the movie came around, I was like, oh, makes a lot more sense. There's a connection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's up, Joey? What's up, dude? <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> we were just watching the U.S. World, uh, U.S. Open of Surfing, World Surfing League or something like that. Yeah, we're feeling pretty gnarly right now. Hella chill. We're about to go catch a barrel. Yeah. You know? <laughs> A word I learned ten minutes ago. Correct. Correct. <laughs> if you're listening uh, and you like it, go go rate this podcast. I'm going to say it up up front this time. We okay. always wait till the end. People probably don't listen at that. They point. don't even make it that far. Stop what you're doing. Go to iTunes. Rate us five stars. Follow us on social media. Wine Cheese Pod on everything. You already pulled it up. You're on your phone. Correct. Just just hit the button. I thought you were talking to me. I was like, I already pulled it. Up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was looking right at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. Um, so yeah. So we're back. Episode thirty. The big one. The big I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I never thought we'd one. make it this far. <laughs> <laughs> Do we say that every episode? No, I think people say that yeah, when true. they hit like these like landmark things. <laughs> yeah. I felt pretty confident that we'd make it to 30. <laughs> yeah. It's not like the, the most. I don't know. Whatever. No, it's not that big. It's not that big. It's big. It's big. Especially because we had about almost 10 recorded before we started. True. <laughs> before we started releasing them. <laughs> We're just doing this shit for fun. Yeah. Um, what have you been listening to lately? Um, I've been listening to... So that band, the UV Race, don't know. Out, oh, that was on, on your that, punk list. They yeah. were, but like you hit, you told me when I saw you one time, you were like, "Yo, that band was really good." Oh, well. so I checked out the record that that album's or yeah, the record that that song is from called "Made in China." Okay, and that record rules. It's from this year too, so might end up making my list. Nice. Well, I'm gonna throw on a little. I'm gonna make a note in my phone real quick. Yeah, it's good. I might even try to pick it up today. We'll see. Sick. Um, and then I listened to the new Bad Heaven record called Strength. So good. Very good. So good. Um, and then... I think we were just talking about it with that song, 100. That's like 100 right in the middle of the record. Hashtag 100. <laughs> I think that's what they meant. Oh, uh, clearly. And then uh, I listened to the new Young Gov record. So good. Like, I kind of slept on him because, like, we went to the gig that he played a while back with culture abuse it was too packed to see anything it was too packed to see anything i like wasn't really feeling his set at the time i guess or i wasn't close enough to get into it but that record is awesome the record's really very good good rock and roll <laughs> totally and then we went to a gig the other day we I, did i don't know if you wanted to save it or not but no that's all good we saw um big nothing who crushed it that i love i still jam that record a lot but live Same. they're really Really something. That Liz song, uh, Honey, is really good. Yeah, that good. song is great. That's my favorite. Honey. That one's one of my faves on there as well. Shout out Liz. Yeah, what's up, Liz? Um, and then we saw Mike Kroll, who really kicked it up a notch. He had like a really good live show. I just loved all his pedals to make it clean, to cut it off, to put on like the crazy delay echo, and then to like turn on his strobe light. Yeah, a lot of wild vocal effects. If you're not familiar, like his records are very just like garage punky, I guess. Yeah. Um, pretty like not. I don't want to say standard stuff because it's really good at the same time. But but it's you pretty, know like, like no frills in a way. Uh, but uh, it's live very, like, like stylistic. Like I, I feel like yeah. all the guitars are very trebly. It's like uh, oh yeah yeah I don't all know. treble. Mm-hmm. Um, 
All About the Treble No Bass. Correct. The opposite of that one song. Yes, by Nicki Minaj? I don't think so. What's Nicki we'll, Minaj doing these days? Dude, she's on stuff. She's on the new Chance the Rapper record. Oh. Um, but we she's still she's still around. She's playing Made in America here in Philly at the end yeah, of f- August. Forgot that was happening. Yeah. We got a special guest in the studio today, Nina. What's up? She's, <laughs> she's just walking around with her tail's wagging. She's sniffing my ear. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so that gig was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it was a really good time. What have you been listening to, Mike? I've been listening to uh, music. There's this band I found... <laughs> I play in a band called Sun God. <laughs> and I, was, I was looking at our related artists on Spotify, and there's this band called Gleamer, G-L-E-E-M-E-R. Okay. And they're from Colorado. And they're kind of like, I feel like they have almost like that pity sex or like nothing kind of vibe about them where it's kind of like not boring because it's not boring, but it's like it's right, pretty right, right. like. Stripped down. Kind of. Stripped down is a good word. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Almost like slow quarry a little bit, but they're really cool. How are they related to you? They're not. Oh. <laughs> they're similar, I guess. I don't know. But they're cool. Uh, I liked them. I meant um, more of in a family sense. Oh, there are <laughs> brothers from another mother. <laughs> uh, and then I found this playlist called Songs the Mummies Taught Us. And it's like Chuck Berry, the Beatles, Bill Haley, Devo, the Sonics, and oh, all that stuff. Oh, that's cool. Like songs maybe they've covered or C- correct. bands so, like, people have gotten into because of them or exactly. something. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what I assume the vibe is. But uh, that was a really good playlist. Um, the Mummies like aren't on Spotify, so I was trying to listen to they them. The other aren't. Day. There's, like an- there. There's like another Mummies. It they got like, me. <laughs> yeah, it got me a while back too. But they they have like more to their name than just the mummies. I think. Yeah, it might be here come the mummies. That's what it is, and uh, that is not very good. No. And then similarly, actually, this There's is a lot not of playlists like to. that. Songs the cramps taught us. Some oh, cool. Songs the Lord taught us. <laughs> songs the Lord taught us. <laughs> um, on a similar note, there's a another band called Basement. Yeah. Uh, our friends are a I band know, called Basement, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, no. There's a, another another band called Basement with like similar album art, and oh. like Spotify was like, "Hey, you might like this based on the fact that you've listened to Basement." Here's a new song. And I was like, "Oh, I didn't know they had a new like single coming out." And I listened to it, and it's not them, <laughs> but it's got like ten thousand plays because I'm sure Spotify did that same thing to everybody, where it was like, "Yeah, Yo, a new single from Basement." And well, I think sometimes like bands get meshed up on the same profile for sure other times there's like you know like 10 different basements on spotify but sometimes there's just one of these things and then all the every like even there's there might be like a rapper named basement yeah. and there's, there's a rapper named some guy say, there you go and then their shit ends up on that page but we tried to we pushed ourselves onto our own page now people are getting onto our page it's fucked up yeah and uh same thing with basement i think this was on its own page i think there was like there, it, was, it was the only song on the, the this other basement's page, so I don't think they were trying to like jock their style or anything. It was just right. Spotify is not smart. It should just be like user controlled. It, I think I think it they're trying to, to go that way. Something. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, there's this other song. Thank you to our sponsor, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, at Spotify. Please follow them as well. They could use your support. Um, there's this song by this dude. I he might be from like New Zealand or something. Um, his name is Jonathan Bree, B R E E. Okay. And he has this song called "You're So Cool," and it's like very, like, you can't you can you see can the motion. Mike is doing doing. Right I'm like now. swaying. He's it's, doing like a yeah. It's, it's very vibey. Um, and he's playing. He's doing like an Axl Rose like Ooh. snake dance. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> I hate that phrase. Um, but he's playing. Oh. He's playing at Kung Fu Necktie in uh. What's his name? In November, Jonathan Bree, B R E E. I wrote beer. <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Beer. Uh, yeah, the song's called "You're So Cool." His the cover is like his face, but you can't. See. It, it's oh, almost I wrote like John, not Jonathan. J O N A T H A N. Okay, you got it. 
A N. Yeah. And he smells everything weird. Beer. B E E. Okay. Uh, but it's almost like similarly to like, on like a George Romero You're thing. So have you ever cool. seen the movie Bruiser where the guy just has that like flat mask face? No, I have not. Oh, well, that's kind of what the album sorry. looks like. I'm just going to save the album. I'll right. remember the song later. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been listening to. <laughs> cool. So, uh, in the words of Axel Rose, where do we go now? <laughs> I guess we go. To th- I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about Small Brown Bike's album Dead Reckoning. Um, according to is this band emo dot com? Small Brown Bike is an emo band. Small Brown Bike is also hardcore and punk, which I don't know uh, if that's true, but maybe punkish. I guess I'll give them. Um, they were the inspiration for that big like wordcore movement of like two thousand. Five, a pretty big player in that for I would sure. Say for sure, um, this oh. album was recorded in the fall of 2000 by Ed Rose at Red House Recordings. If that means anything to any of you that are listening, yep. Yeah. Uh, what do I got? Sorry, I pulled up the Spotify already. You're good. Uh, I wrote the first thing I wrote was the cover art is pretty much what I would expect from this band. Yeah, it's just that like feels about right. Yeah, a blurry picture, some silos or some shit mm-hmm. and like uh, some geometry going on it's, yeah. it almost looks like a thrice album or something it does <laughs> it's like very like i don't know filtered very <laughs> 2001 yeah um it's yeah. a little long for me definitely okay how many minutes 40 minutes and 47 seconds which it's a is lot of not <laughs> usually that long but with this record it gets yeah. old pretty quick and it's a, they're like a very like like of the era kind of band like yeah. they're like a product of their environment a lot. I think. What, what would you say is the hit? Is it Unsung Zero? Dude, I don't know. Maybe? I, I, I honestly don't know a ton about this band, like in terms of album to album or like... Oh, it's See You in Hell. See You in Hell. True. Should we play that is now there a video or should we for save them? it? Uh, let's save that for one of the transitions okay. or the outros or something. Um, there is a video. Yeah. But it's, I, it's like I wrote Super one, 8 tour footage pretty oh, much. Oh, maybe. Just I wrote like that there's a video for... That it exists, but apparently can't be found online. Oh, I also didn't really look. I feel like I watched it. it. We were, we uh, well, made these notes probably like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm trying to. remember. I might have not looked very hard. I think I might have read that it was hard to find. And I'd be like, hey, I'm just not gonna look it up. <laughs> <laughs> it seems hard to find. Uh, <laughs> this was in the era when you probably had to like download the WMV file and watch it on Windows Media Player or something, or so. like get like the enhanced CD. Yeah, true. Remember those? I do remember those. <laughs> Shout out enhanced CDs. Um, they also have an album called Our Own Wars. Okay, I think that album's pretty good. I'm a little more familiar with. They had an EP, I want to say. Well, I'm a little bit with like Cursive or the Casket Lottery or something. I think they had splits with those bands. It's called Nail Yourself to the Ground. (laughs) That was the one I was more familiar with because that song Trains All Talk is actually really good. Okay. Um, That came out in like 03. And then I was. Maybe 03 was just like the year I got into this band because. Could be. The Riverbed. I also remember that record a lot the as well. How many albums do they have? Damn. They've got five. Oh, okay. Well, one is called Recollected, so I assume that's uh, like, it's a, like comp a collection of some or sort. Because yeah. it's also like what appears to be 30 some songs with demos. They feel very Midwestern. Right. Are they from. I'm going to look it up real quick. Let's see where they're from. Small. They're from Marshall, Michigan. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, I'd call that the Midwest. I'd call that the Midwest. Midwest well. adjacent, at least. Um, yeah. Apparently, their name is derived from when they would work on bicycles as they grew up together. That's kind of <laughs> stupid. I don't think that's really like that's probably not the the origin of the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I read that as well. Yeah. Uh, let's play a song. Yeah, let's play a song. What should we play? Let's play. Um, what was one that I really liked? Oh, the first one, like A Future With No Friend, was kind of good. Okay. Reminded me of, like, very early 2000s Northeast PA bands. Like, do you know the band The Commercials? 
Oh, the commercials. No, I do not. They're pretty cool. They're like a Northeast PA band from the era. This song's kind of cool. Like, it starts off the... I mean, if you were even remotely familiar with Small Brown Bike, it starts off exactly like a Small Brown Bike <laughs> yeah. song. That's, a, that's like my major gripe with this band is they don't... They don't really do anything. They don't break the norm. They just stick to their little like noodly riffs. They stick riffs. to what they do. They have a great bass sound. I, uh, I noticed yeah. as I was listening. I like Very, the bass like, a lot. Crunchy, heavy, mm-hmm. I guess. In way. There are a lot of bands doing this in Philly in like 2008, nine, like Bearings, and I think Restorations kind of sounded like this when they first started out a little feel bit. Like that too. But um, there were a lot of bands that had this kind of vibe. And I don't know. I like it to a point, but it's hard to listen to a lot. Yeah. It's um, funny that Tyler's not on this episode because I think he would really have a lot to say about it. He, he watched the movie and listened to the album with anyone on vacation, and uh, <laughs> we still don't have the budget to pay him, so maybe he'll be back. somewhere binge drinking in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's having a fucking blast. Though. Yeah, he it looks, look like, it looks really great. I know. So, uh, so, I mean, stay tuned. He might have something to say at the end of this episode. I don't think he does. I don't think he gave us anything to work with, but hey. <laughs> we got time. <laughs> Tyler, if you're listening somehow from the future... <laughs> Go back and record something and send it to us. But we no, got, we got a little bit of time. He liked a lot of bands uh, like, like this. this around that time as well. I um, definitely did as well. But nowadays, I'm just like, I'll just listen to hot water music. Yeah, dude, I guess you dude, know. Okay, well, actually, since you brought it up, there's such a funny comparison. I tried to find reviews on punk news. Yeah, uh, and they were so petty. They're so like, do you remember the coolest page on the internet, the Maddox page, where oh, it was like, yeah, like the, that guy who was just like snarky for no fucking reason. Yeah, it was like a it, the whole thing was like a bit though. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. it was. But then there were people that were like genuinely doing that. I'll read some of the liner notes of uh, this review is four out of ten on Punk News. I still remember the hot August night that I bought Small Brown Bikes collection. I bought it and went to a party this afterwards. Is this by him? This by is, Maddox? No, no, but oh, it feels okay. like it. Once it gets into it, it's like Small Brown Bike was the new face in rock and roll. Not post-hardcore as in hot water music and not as wimpy indie as cursive. Small Brown Bike seemed to capture that 17-year-old awkwardness intensity that I feel. The new ALK 3 sucked worse than anything could ever. <laughs> Holy shit. Hot water music released old releases. Boring. And above all, Newfound Glory was signed to a major label, Sigh. While all my friends were mourning, I was anticipating their... <laughs> I was anticipating the revival. Uh, and then, and then here's where it gets really good. Someone comments back and says, all right, the kid who wrote this review is a fucking idiot. First <laughs> off, you name drop bands such as At The Drive-In and Hot Water Music. Then you drop Newfound Glory. Stop going to the mall and taking your picture in the photo booth with your poser-wearing girlfriend or boyfriend. I digress. Damn. Listen to the album instead of reading the liner notes. If you're going to be a criti- critic of something, at least get your facts straight instead of going to the local arcade and arguing with all your bras about who is more innovative, <laughs> Blink-182 or Simple Plan, you fucking poser. Dude. And then... <laughs> Someone comes back with, the kid below me is a fucking loser. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Newfound Glory is awesome. Just because they don't play XXX hardcore XXX doesn't mean they suck. Pop punk's not supposed to be taken serious in the first place. Learn how to appreciate music besides fucking hot water music and at the drive-in and all your little cool bands. Once you realize there is no such thing as scene points, you can give people your opinion, dipshit. And this (laughs) CD is all right, but it's still a disappointment, so shut the fuck up. Holy hell, dude. (laughs) All right, so I have like an excerpt from a... uh small brown bike review as well but let's play a song in the background yeah that's a good uh, idea. that song <laughs> the vacuum is actually kind of cool yeah that um, one has a really long intro that might oh yeah it does doesn't it so maybe that's i'll fine. skip ahead a little bit skip ahead to like just tell me let's just do like maybe i'll just do like a minute on the dot perfect okay yeah there we go uh let's see this one is very funny to me because it's like just like long-winded and unnecessary 
but I'll just read like a part of it. it he, they said, in essence, small brown bike looked to look to their own moniker to strike back with crooning irony. Ugh. Dead reckoning pens the the epiphanies hobbles over rooftops and embraces the geriatric overtones of its makers. Geriatric overtones. Everything a small brown bike by no means represents. Regardless of the seemingly destructive nihilism, the album reverts back to a conscious, God-fearing frame of reference. What is this from again? I have no clue. <laughs> what I forgot where I pulled that from. Okay. I, thought, I, I wrote it. I wrote uh, it. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I found another review on on uh, Punk News, and someone gave it like a nine out of ten, and gave it like an actual like review. And I was yeah. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. But people are very passionate about Dude. things having to do with this band. The internet was truly like the Wild West 15 years ago when this came out, or like <laughs> almost 20 years ago at this point. It's like crazy. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. It was a weird, weird thing. <laughs> I wrote that most of these songs have really cool openings. Yeah, they really, <laughs> they really do, and I feel like this is a cool band to see live. Back yeah, in the, back probably in the day, was. Probably I actually energy. never saw them. Same. One time, my friend went to Fest when they played. Oh, that's cool. And they brought me back a small brown bike shirt, so I was pretty pumped on that at the time. Hell yeah! I worked at a, a screen printing place called Sire Press, now uh, Atmosphere Print Company. If you need any shirts designed, go to LVAC. But also, if you're in Philly. Go to go to Atmosphere Print Company and talk to Chris. But we did we did posters for uh, Small Brown Bikes like reunion show, or they like did a string of new shows in like 2010 when I worked there, and they're pretty cool posters. Damn, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. What's yeah, what's I other don't cool have song a here? whole lot else, honestly. There's a couple songs that I felt like were totally duds. Yeah, uh, that song more or less. More or and less. The song "This Ship Will Burn." Oh, more uh, or less was either of those. It was like a pirate song. I said it sounded like it was a pirate song. They both kind of did, I think. Yeah, yeah. They had like that sort of shanty. Shit <laughs> Shanty's on. the word for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like they do like a lot of pauses and stops and like yeah. bass only parts and I don't know. Um, the I ship will want, burn. I want more out of my music nowadays. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Or less. I don't want this. What? Oh, you want more or less? The song? <laughs> oh, man. Maybe the, I do like it. The ship will burn. Can you play that, actually? I said that it yeah. reminded me of a Boys Night Out song. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I will. Ship will burn. I think it has like a long intro as well. Skip ahead if you have to. I don't know if it sounds like Boys Night Out. Yeah, I don't know what I was getting at there. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, we did write these notes almost a month ago. Yeah, but I wasn't like <laughs> drunk when I wrote them or something. <laughs> um, this one has like way too many like references to like the boat's gonna overturn. Oh and right, shit, it, it's, you know? yeah. The lyrics of that era were not. I feel like people were obsessed with like anchors and fucking rope ropes and stuff. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Just nautical lifestyle stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they were like in their early 20s when they recorded this too. So like, I can't yeah. fault them too much. I'm dumb. I'm 30 and I probably still write about that shit. I guess, dude. <laughs> um, Boats and st- make boat analogies. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that one. This is like the rise against era of punk rock, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, um, really just like orcore. Orcore. Truthfully. <laughs> through and through, yeah. Which I almost exclusively listened to at the time, I would say. Yeah. Like Polar Bear Club was like one of the later Orca bands. Yeah, yeah they're, they're cool. Um, some of the tours they were on around this time, a lot of bands I didn't really recognize, but um, 
The Ghost and 12 Hour Turn. Do you know those bands at all? No, no. not at all. Holy Angels and Coheed, some dates with Piebald. Right. Um, they had like that split with the Casket Lottery and Cursive, so they toured with the Casket Lottery, they toured with Cursive. Right. Um, a Planes Mistaken for Stars mini tour, a band called Cadillac Blindside. <laughs> Terrible name. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then uh, uh, name. the one that I thought would actually be kind of cool to see a small brown bike, Hot Water Music, and Leatherface. If, like, that'd be oh, that would be actually be really fun. Yeah, I'd be That's that. like a lot of the same kind of thing, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess l- at least Leatherface and Hot Water are different enough that mm-hmm. it would, if you were fans of both, that'd be really fun. True. Seeing Leatherface in general would be great. I never got to see them. Yeah. They have I, yeah, shit. I never. Really, I didn't know them very well. I know there were. There was one girl that I talked to back in high school that really, really liked them because I think she. That was the dude from My Chemical Romance, the no. guitarist from My Chemical Romance. I don't believe so. I thought it was like an old guy band from like Britain or something. Uh, I could be wrong. But Never mind. Yeah, I think you. Maybe I'm thinking <laughs> of a different leather face. Wrong. I might be thinking yes. of a different leather face. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, did you come up with a weird owl title for this? I did. I only. Well, I, I had. I have two, but one <laughs> sucks. Okay. Dude, give me the one that sucks. So, I guess. No, I'm gonna give you the good one. <laughs> uh, like a future with no friend is Luke, a father with no hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good weird Al does love a star wars he, song yeah i saw a photo of him on his most recent tour and they were all dressed up as jedis it was sick that's great mine is um this whip will turn like oh nice ship will burn. Ship will burn. it's about a really sweet new car oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah that's cool um yeah it? i had one other note that was just like i bet they played sgs les pauls and rocked like marshall half stacks because i just feel like that's exactly what this sounds like they're from marshall michigan oh true there uh, you go What's your rating? My rating is... I couldn't find any, like, reviews, honestly. I can't imagine. Well, four, I mean, four out of ten and nine out of ten uh, user reviews are <laughs> punk jump. news. Yeah. Uh, I'd give it, like, a five. Five or That's six. That's exactly what I put a yeah. five as well. I'll, I'll even go as far as to go 5.5 because I did like it. Yeah. But I, I haven't listened to it I, since. It was very hard for me to get through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one. Um, so we're going to take a break. Yeah, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we'll reviews episodes 21 through 30. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. If you haven't been listening to the podcast and need a quick, like too long, didn't read version, this is it. Yeah. Sick. (laughs) All right. Be right back. <laughs> all right, we're back. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening. Um, also, thank you to Cinepunks for all that you do. C i n e p u n x dot c o m Cinepunks. Uh, their hundredth episode of their flagship podcast, Cinepunks, just came out. Yeah, it was a real doozy. It was a real doozy, and uh, they had a lot of guests. I think it's like a four-hour spectacular. So if you want something cool to listen to for four hours, that's the one. Maybe might, even yours truly. Might even has yours truly on it. Maybe <laughs> even we had one dollar Applebee's Mai Tais beforehand. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yeah, so go to that. And uh, also check out, uh, we shouted out every episode, but they're awesome for supporting us. So thank you, Lehigh Valley Apparel Creation, xlvacx.com for all your screen printing and apparel needs. Um, I think this came out after Mall Madness, unfortunately. They had a, 
uh, wrestling event at the Phillipsburg Mall in New Jersey at an abandoned Foot Locker. Hopefully you were there. Hopefully you were there because if you weren't, I don't know, you, you'd missed you, you on... You really uh, goofed. You, re- you done goofed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you to Cinepunks and LVAC. Uh, you guys rule, and thank you for all that you do. Yeah. And now for the moment you've all been waiting for, we're going to rate the movies and music from the last 10 episodes. <laughs> or just, yeah, like... Uh, Put it in order, I suppose. Rank it, yeah. yeah rank yeah, it, yeah, not rank. rate it. We rated it before. Now, the thing that my problem always is my ratings have no bearing on my ranking, it seems like, because I forget my ratings by the time it comes around to make the ranking, and yeah. then I just kind of go off of... Well, I think also, not to go off too off topic. Hey, it's fine. When go you, off topic. When we, you rate them, you're on a like a greater scale, but when you rank them, you're only stacking them up against each other. That's you fair, right? Because I mean? if we were to, to compare like these ten against the ten from the first ten movies we watched, yeah. or like movies that we haven't even haven't even reviewed, haven't even seen yet, <laughs> and movies also, that have yet to be seen, <laughs> movies that haven't even been made yet. Oh fuck! But also, I think that a movie <laughs> you can rate a movie <laughs> less, but like it more than something else. If that True. makes sense, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of that. I'm just like really <laughs> rationalizing Dude, my own. So what's like your number ten? <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Um, so my number ten movie, uh, I think, is probably going to be the same as yours. Let's go with the movies first. Okay. Uh, my number ten movie was Geppetto. Definitely Geppetto. The made for TV. Movie. Sorry, Kate. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Kate particularly liked it either. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although I think Kate Eingor, an all-time low guest, really liked it. She really? said that she saw it when she was younger and loved it. And uh, I thought that she was watching along. <laughs> oh, could be. Uh, all right, so number ten for both of us was Geppetto. Number nine is Memento. Uh, number nine for me is also Memento. Oh shit! We're wow. Okay. <laughs> going into this, we thought our list would be very different, but Memento was so boring. It was really. I would almost rather. Uh, well, I'll just say I would rather watch any movie on this list other than Geppetto before I ever watch Memento again. I might watch Geppetto before Memento because of, of how insanely bad it was. I don't, so that's I don't know, a good that's, point, honestly. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight was the hot chick. Uh, number eight for me was the new kids. Well, that's fun because number seven for me was the new kids. <laughs> number seven for me was the hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, groundbreaking. Sharing the same brain over here. Yeah. Uh, number six for me, I think yours is going to be rated a little higher. This uh, it was Soldier. Oh, it was. Well, that is a little higher for me. Mine is Land of the Dead. Oh. A last minute change for me. Interesting. Which we will talk about soon. Yeah, we'll talk about it, so No spoilers. <laughs> That one, that one went up and down the list a little bit a couple times before I, it, before it landed here. <laughs> As Tyler said in the soldier review from the bar, something, something, no spoilers. <laughs> <That ended. laughs> um, all right. Uh, number six was soldier and yours was the land of the dead. Number five is the big green. Mine's the crow. Oh, the quo. The quo. Yes. Ah, <laughs> the Brandon Lee spectacular. Yes. <laughs> I stumbled Spectacle. through that word. Uh, my number four is the crow. My number four soldier. Oh, dude, you loved the big green. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. But uh, soldier also um, didn't live up to the hype. But well, had you never seen it before? Either? I'd never seen it before. Okay. Sorry, Tyler. But uh, <laughs> not for not seeing it, but for it not living up to the hype for me. But sorry, I Tyler's do think dad. that it's better than all the other ones we've mentioned so far. That's fair. That I've mentioned so far. That's fair. Um, What's your number three? My number three is Idle Hands. Mine is also Idle Hands. I, I fun. It was fun, and like the more we talked about it, the more I liked it. I feel like I, I was a little so harsh too. on it up front. Yeah, I think that's also uh, true for me. 
I think I go into all these movies with like the idea in my head that they're going to be bad. So I feel like I need to rip them apart. But I actually really liked Idle Hands. Yeah, Idle Hands is super fun. And the cast is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like a, a good time. And yeah. like I have fond memories of that movie in general. <laughs> all right. uh, number two for me is Land of the Dead. Oh, wow. Pretty high. Yeah. Uh, number two for me is The Big Green. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love, love that it. movie. I watched it so much when I was a kid, especially. Woo! Woo! <laughs> 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 and number one let's just say at the same time three two one point, point break. break was also playing at uh the let's hang out event oh, on the it big was screen in the background yeah that and weekend at bernie's were playing and that's that's such point a good one of the all-time greats oh my god you can't, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it honestly t- top five movie probably for me I mean, not for me really but maybe <laughs> oh, <so> like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it is undeniably great <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, all right, well, let's switch switch gears over to the albums. Yeah. I think you said you made a last minute pivot, but I think we were both discussing how much we really disliked "Hopeless Romantic" by the uh, yes, the Bouncing Souls. That's yeah. my number ten. My number ten. I swapped it at the last second. Is uh, say anything is a real boy. Yeah. I think that my thought process there was I would listen to "Hopeless Romantic" again before I listen to "Is a Real Boy" again. That's see, that's a really tough one for me because I don't ever want to listen to either of them ever again. Yeah, that's true. I think the 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 songs that I like off of "Hopeless Romantic" are better than the songs that I like off of uh, "Is a Real Boy." So that's fair. Yeah, my number nine is "Is a Real Boy." My number nine is "Hopeless Romantic." There you go. <laughs> We're doing it again. With those wine and cheese boys are at it again. Here we go. Those those wine and cheese boys are back at it. Um, number eight, Hot Fuss. Number eight for me, Dead Reckoning. Oh, okay. Dead well, Reckoning's a little higher for me. It's hard. Not much. That one's hard. It was almost Hot Fuss, but yeah. Um, I think I was more. Well, I'll just say that my next one is Hot Fuss. Okay, nice. <laughs> but I think that uh, I was more surprised at how I was like sort of into the second half of Hot Fuss. Okay. Than I was than any sort yeah. of feeling I had about Dead Reckoning. <laughs> Maybe that's a little harsh, but looking at some of the other albums that we've got coming up, I had it was like, yeah, no, uh, no, I I know what you mean. Yeah, like number seven, I have Idol Will Kill, and even that, I'm like, I think I would like to put that a little higher. Right. Uh, my seven was Hot Fuzz, of course. Yeah. Um, and then number six, number six is Dead Reckoning for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Number six for me is Ocean Avenue. Okay, I have Ocean Avenue high just on like nostalgia value. Unfortunately, high well higher than I would have thought that album would ever make on any list I would ever make. Yeah, uh, it's funny to look look at it now too, and to, to like look at it when you were younger and be like, oh, it's a poser band or something like that. Well, Versus I think for like, I think I mentioned at the time I avoided them like the plague back then because I thought they were a poser band. I mean, they are a poser. They band. are, but, but it's like a the record is fun. Honestly, I can look at it now and be like, yo, this is kind of fun. Yeah. And the perfect pairing with uh, Point Break. So go back and check that one oh, out. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's what, probably one of my favorite episodes we've done. Yo, my favorite might have been the mini episode that we did driving to Let's Hang Out. <laughs> that one's really fun, too. <laughs> go back and that, check if it out. Go fun. back and check that one out. A couple episodes ago, we had some fun with that one. Despite our audio troubles at the end there. Uh, Yeah, and audio troubles throughout. Oh, no, that was the last episode we had. Well. No, whatever. What's Who cares? your five? Number five is Brother Sister by Me Without You. Mine is uh, Do You Know Who You Are. Texas oh, cool. is the reason. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That uh, that episode was almost not released because we thought it was hella boring. <laughs> <laughs> and it may have been. Yeah. Give us a review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give us a review, but not on that one, please. Yeah. 
Uh, number four for me is Ocean Avenue. Number four for me is Idol Will Kill by Oscar. There you go. Yeah. Fresh on the brain. Fresh on the brain. Fresh on the one brain. Of, I, I like that one a lot, too. Number three for me is War All the Time by Thursday. Mine is Brother Sister, Me Without You. Cool. There you go. Yeah. And uh, my number two is Do You Know Who You Are by Texas is the Reason. My number two. This is hard. Okay. Okay. Explain. Can mine tie? <laughs> sure. There could be no no second album but a tie for first place. <laughs> uh, I put War All the Time. Although I've probably listened to that album a lot more in my life, mm-hmm. but I think that my number one is just on, on a near perfect album. World of Time is up is near perfect for me too, but I think that there's like maybe one or two songs that I don't always love. For sure. Whereas to Whereas listen to Floral Green, Green all the way through, hit after hit after hit, I can hit. listen to it all the way through every time, no Same. matter what. I don't. And I skip did that it. for probably like eighteen months of my life. I listened to it all just nonstop. Yeah. So our number ones were the same. Everything else is a little bit of a mix up. But our our bottom was very same. And well, our, we both uh, agree that Big Green is the best movie ever made. Correct. Yes, I'll co-sign right? that. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, besides that stuff, what have you been watching? Anything good? You see Jason Siegel in Philly yet? I haven't seen him yet, but you know what he did do? He fucked up. He burned down Melrose Diner. <sighs> Hashtag it, justice for Melrose. <laughs> yo, if you're listening, anybody from Philadelphia, if you see Jason Siegel on the street, it's swing on sight. What he did to <laughs> Melrose Diner s- is unacceptable. <laughs> Yo, I want to know. I was I was trying to figure out the way to articulate this to you on Thursday before we went to that Mike Kroll show. How come we haven't seen anyone else in his show or movie or whatever that he's doing around town? Sally Field. We found in out it. Sally Field is in it, and she has not been around Philly at all. I don't care what you say. You would recognize if you saw goddamn Mrs. Doubtfire's wife the on the street, nun, dude. <laughs> True. Uh, <laughs> people people saw Andre three thousand playing the flute around Philly, but not like filming or anything. He was yeah, just kind of like out he's in that off. show or whatever as well. I don't get but, it. I don't get I mean, it. Jason Siegel thinks he can walk into Philadelphia and burn down a goddamn diner. burn down a goddamn you know institution. Really, it's an institution, and uh, I'm not going to stand for it. True. Um, but he no, I'm he's sorry. better than everybody. He. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. I've heard he's been nothing but cool with everybody. Yo, honestly, though, like most of my friends have seen him at this point and I haven't and I don't get it. Yeah. So, Jason, if you're listening, which I know you are, come find me. Cut out the arson, dude. Yeah, and, <laughs> and swing on sight. Uh, <laughs> but oh, yeah, so but what else are we watching? <laughs> watching. Uh, sorry. Whoa. I just got a little hot there. Uh, I saw Captain Marvel. Okay. I watched it hot off the Tales of uh, the new Spider-Man. Hot off the uh, tails, you say? That's a a thing, right? (laughs) I don't know. Hot on on the tails is like when you're in hot pursuit. Hot (laughs) off the... Presses. No, what's like... I don't know. It doesn't matter. We'll go with it. Hot off the tails of... uh, (laughs) There's a part at the end of Spider-Man that ties into Captain Marvel, and I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, so I was like, oh, I better see if this thing has been introduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe already, and uh, it had via Captain Marvel. Right on. Um, it was fine. It didn't like blow my hair back, but uh, <laughs> I liked it, I guess. Yeah. It was fine. True. And then I started watching the newest season of Orange is the New Black. Also Oranges. pretty fine so far. It seems very wrap up E. I'm about a little over halfway through, I think. It just came out like last week. Last week, excuse me. That show was really hot when it came out and then like fizzled big It time. has kind of fizzled. Even the last season... I don't really remember much about it. I say this as someone who's never watched it. it. 
at this point. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there are there are parts I still really like, but overall, it doesn't you're really a, do it for me the same as it once did. You're a completist, I would say. Uh, if you start something, you got to finish it. If you not buy always, because I've still only ever watched like the first season of Breaking Bad, okay. Mad Men. I take it back. Can't other shows like of that ilk, but dude, I started watching Sopranos with Ronan, and he so, like I I burned through it. He watched the first season and then stopped, and I I don't understand how he did that. Yeah, it's a very difficult thing know. to do. It's just you know, especially you get, that you show. gotta pick and choose what you have. Yeah, but that time to spend your time, time on. <laughs> you know, very good point. Could have said it better. I want that on my epitaph. <laughs> you gotta pick and choose what time to spend your time on. That's right. Joey Breeding. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about you? Um, I just saw Hobbs and Shaw, but I'm going to talk about that on the thing we do after we get our Mai Tais at, at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll talk to Josh about that. Um, Cinepunk's episode 100. Come back, yeah, check it out. Check it out. Hopefully we'll, we'll have talked about it. Um, there was a trailer before that for the Kingsman movies. What the? F- what is that? What Are they still the making Kingsman? these they're making, a, they're making a new one. So I think I've seen the second one. But I didn't see the first one. I don't know, man. What it's just is like it? Some like <laughs> I don't even know. It's dude. like British, but it's not superhero. It's not spy. It's not like I don't know. But it's what like real it extravagant is. fighting. Stuff. I guess it's like spy. Extra. It's like is it spy versus spy? In my head, it's a mixture of like. Then this might make no sense, but maybe that movie, The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, and like Tintin. I have no idea why I've made this connection. But and it's British, and that's the only way I can describe it. But I could be a hundred percent wrong. All I remember about the second one is I was kind of like in and out of falling asleep, and mm-hmm. then like there was some crazy fighting. I guess I just don't really know anybody that's ever seen it or talked about it, and they're yeah. making a ton of them, and they like keep they're making, really big. And budget. people keep seeing them. Yeah, the budget is crazy. Yeah, I have no idea. If you have any know. insight on the Kingsman films, trenchiespod at gmail dot com. <laughs> Any info at There's all? Any at information all. at all? We could look it up, but we'd rather hear from you. Yeah. Oh my God, you're so, you're, you would make a great salesman. <laughs> um, I am a great salesman. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's kind of like tongue in cheek. Um, all right, moving on. I watched. There's this cool FDR skate park mini doc on YouTube that I watched like a long time ago. It's like a 10 minute documentary about just kind of like the different stages and iterations and like major events in the FDR skate park in Philly. It's like 10 it's minutes cool. long. It's really cool. Check it out. I think it's just called like FDR skate Does it park. Touch on like having shows there at all? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, touches, cool. touches on all sorts of stuff. It's really, really awesome. Uh, the guy that runs the park, maybe his name's like Carlos, I think, and he's kind of like the dude just telling all these stories. He's just literally sitting there, like smoking a cig and talking. It's like a weird interview, but it's awesome. It's cool. Yeah. Okay. Very candid. Um, I watched Final Destination because of the Devin Sawa episode. <laughs> I was like yeah. feeling that. <laughs> that movie's crazy. Uh, and then last but not least, I watched uh, Kulap Vlasak. You know Kulap. She's like a podcaster and a comedian. Oh, kind. Uh, yeah, I She's know the name. Kind Scott of. Ackerman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, she has a, a documentary about her trying to find her birth father called uh, Origin Story. Oh, wow. It was really nice. It was That's really touching. Cool. It was yeah. a little like indulgent at parts, but I mean, it's really, really awesome. It's like, it, she, it's. I, I say it's indulgent, but it's her endeavor. So like, I don't get to say that. Okay. But yeah, yeah. It, no, it was really good. Cool. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. I'd recommend that for sure. Um. So yeah. So let's go right in. I. I don't know. Whatever. I land of the dizzy. Land of the dizzy. <laughs> Heading to be alive. 
like he's talking to me. So I I think it was just them kind of like watching the zombies, right? <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh. <laughs> um, do you you'd seen this movie before? I had. I saw it in the theater. You saw it in the theaters? Okay. Yeah. I saw this in Tyler Smith's rec room in high school, <laughs> like 2004 <laughs> when it came out. I think I've watched it once since then also. Yeah. I um, definitely did the thing where I went back and watched Dawn, uh, Night of like the Dawn. dawn uh, the, or the old Dawn. Yeah. The, I just went through like old night, old Dawn, day, land, diary, survival. Like oh, they damn. get progressively kind of worse but oh yeah do you know what though the dawn remake is okay the dawn remake's really good i think that's that was part of the reason this got made i think i think so too yeah um Um, and honestly this is not that bad have you seen diary of the dead survival of the dead as well no so i was gonna say go through and rank them but like i could yeah i couldn't even i think it goes (laughs) i think it goes uh (laughs) i think dawn is the best and then night and then day and then land diary survival so like basically Dawn and Night are swapped, and they just get progressively worse. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think I Dawn seen Night in a long time. Yeah, um, I try to watch it every October, either that or Dawn. I used to hate Day. Same. The I, first couple times but I saw I it, I like it a lot more now. First couple times I saw it, I was not stoked on it, I was and like, then this sucks. Yeah. yeah, it's weird, and it's like the military aspect was kind of lame to me. But now I love it. I think it's yeah, a great movie. I think, yeah, same. The I mean that movie leads directly into this with like they teach Bug or Bub or whatever his name is. Uh, the the, the one dude? zombie learns to no oh no 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 I know what you mean the one they teach mean. the one guy in day and then I think like that leads directly into this with like the zombies learning how to do stuff I and, think it does too right yeah um it's got our boy well my boy Johnny Legs in it Johnny Legs John Leguizamo oh true. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that nickname it's also got Asia Argento and Dennis Hopper yeah I didn't realize that his name in this movie was Cholo at first I thought they, they were, were just they were calling, calling him Cholo. Cholo which I thought was a little fucked up all right uh. I think, okay, this is like a problem I have with zombie movies is like it seems every once in a while a zombie movie tries to introduce a new name for zombies. Oh, right. The walkers or the geeks. In or this the one they call them stenches. Stenches. Throughout like the whole movie. And I'm just like, this is this one's not going to catch on, guys. Right. <laughs> then that seems like a thing where you're not allowed to say zombie in a zombie movie. And like, you know, I don't know why I that think became that, like, a, like a canon thing. That might be the case. Like, or it might, maybe somebody has the name zombie copyrighted now. I oh, don't that know. could be. That could be. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, when did the Walking Dead comic book come out? Do you know? Because mm, I feel like I can find out. Because I feel like the beginning of this, they're like in a city, which feels like the very first season of like where they're in Atlanta or whatever. It feels right. very similar to Walking Dead, where it's like I I don't know if one ripped off the other, or if it was like that kind of like linear thought where they both come up with the same thing at the same time. So the comic started in two thousand three, two years before this movie. Two years True. after, but I bet the movie was what. written. Oh, right, yeah, the album Dead Reckoning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, I don't know. A, a city setting is pretty like universal, I guess. True, Universal Studios, um, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> one of my first note I don't remember this but I wrote I like the tambourine zombie in the beginning he's got a real tight grip on that thing <laughs> oh, shit. I think it's because he was like walking around and like not even remotely letting it go interesting yo <laughs> it must be so fun to play uh, a zombie to be like a, an extra oh yeah you just get like two hours of face paint and then you just wander you like you want to do something that stands out a little bit so you want to be tambourine tight grip zombie yeah. so you stand out 
It seems fun. A concept I really liked in this that I don't really remember from much else, um, except maybe uh, the dead don't die, is like uh, zombies continuously doing the same thing they were doing when they died. Oh yeah, I think that's like a cool concept. Like that's, that's cool. kind of like all they, they, their brain is stopped at that point, but it's still going on what it left off on. Almost. Yeah. I had a plot for a movie <laughs> ten years ago called Dead Reconciliation. Here we go. Where, yeah, where <laughs> it was let like, me uh, read you my script. <laughs> it was like where the whole idea of there being no more room in hell. So like in order for the zombies to get through like a purgatory state, they'd have to go back and like return limbs or like they'd have to make oh, amends okay. with the people they killed or whatever. Oh, okay. okay. It was like a, a zombie comedy kind they of like thing. Like makeup. Like Fido. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's like they're doing it in zombie voice. Or like <laughs> but they're like zombies. Yeah. Oh. It was, it was, it's, it's good. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what I was talking about because I was 20, but you know, That's okay. whatever. Um, Charlie steals the show in this movie. Charlie's sick. Charlie's the the lead guy who like licks his thumb and puts it on the edge of his gun to shoot them because oh, it dude, collects Charlie the light. Rules. Charlie's sick. I love Charlie. Everyone's talking shit on Charlie. That was my last note. Charlie is honestly the man. Charlie rocks. <laughs> yeah, he's sick. I like the licking the end of the gun thing. Yeah. Uh, I wrote. The, oh, did you notice that the movie gets really quiet during all the gunshot parts? No. Like the audio gets super quiet. I don't know if it was like in post or what. Okay. Um, a couple other random like short things I've got. Uh, I don't remember Cholo being such an asshole. I thought he yeah. was like the main character for some reason. No, he's like a fucking jerk in this. Yeah, and I think I was getting mixed up with the guy from like Planet Terror. Like oh, I think I got yep. some of those scenes mixed yeah, yeah. up in my head. Very honestly. similar eras, right? Like yeah, very similar. Yeah. Um, Char- Cholo's like right hand guy looks like uh, Foxy or Foxy. Clay his Patrick. name is Foxy, but he looks like Starburns <laughs> from know. Community. That oh, I never watched that. No, yeah. he's a comedian too, but he has like oh, is he just sideburns shaped like stars? I know there's a thing called like Starburns audio. Right? Yeah, it's, it's the same guy. By him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wrote that a lot of nothing happens in the middle of the movie, but um, but that zombie bars seem kind of fun. There's like a bar oh, with a bunch yeah. of zombies in it. It'd be a good time. The skateboarding kid is kind of stupid. Skateboarding kid, stupid. He looked like a Culkin. They look like a Culkin to you. You remember? Oh, maybe it's Rory Culkin. I don't think it's any of them. No. Oh, I uh, didn't look it up. Oh, it's oh, I think it was. He just looks like he could be. Could be. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. So the the main dude, Big Daddy, is like the name of the the lead zombie. The effects are great in the entire movie. I love like Tom Savini was does really well with the the effects. Uh, Romero sick. Tom Savini made a cameo as his his, his old his old biker biker guy. Yeah. Yeah, And I think the bub from Day of the Dead even made a cameo as like one of the zombies in this too. But um. Yeah, the effects are always sick, but I thought that Big Daddy looked straight up like he was from Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah, a little bit. Like, uh, like maybe his makeup was a little less good. A little others. less, little less good. There's a couple people that make cameos from like some of George Romero's earlier stuff too. Like, um, who else did I write? I don't think I wrote it down at all. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> oh, there was a scene where someone like the butcher guy is in the uh, original, I think. Um, okay. That's like the military guy's handoff who's holding a grenade and right. the guy falls onto it. Yeah. But uh, like there's some cool deaths like that. But um, that guy's in the original or he's in one of them. Um, same actor too. There's a couple p- characters like that. Like George Romero brought back some of his boys, I think. Okay. Um, I thought this was kind of cool. I read some of the some of the uh, factoids. Yeah. <laughs> movie theaters showing I got a good one. If you don't get to it, let me see. We'll see. Oh, we're, uh, just movie theaters from the, from when they, this was hitting theaters, I guess they showed like 
replacement tracks for the th- commercials and stuff in the beginning mm-hmm. or like so it says i'll just read it because i don't i i'm trying to read and talk at the same time it's yeah, not it's working. hard so movie theaters showing the film in the u.s were given a replacement track for typical music and commercials heard playing during the stills of images and advertisements before a movie starts so like before the movie begins there's like the okay. ads and all that stuff yeah and they were like sound bites and lines and some of the, like the uh trailers and stuff for dawn of the dead and night of the living dead oh that's pretty cool and day of the dead yeah yeah um, so it just kind of gets you in the mood for like a zombie movie. Yeah. Gets you in the right atmosphere. Apparently in interviews, George Romero implied that Dennis Hopper's cigar budget costs more than the original Night of the Living Dead. That's wild. <laughs> and I was like, damn, Yo, dude. Dennis Hopper plays such a good like evil corporation owner in he this. He does. It reminds He's me really a lot good. of like uh, Coop, Koopa in Mario Brothers movie. Oh, which another has. Another Johnny Legs classic. And uh, Hopper, yeah. Damn. Yeah. They're both in it. Um, there was also a scene where a belly button ring got ripped out by a zombie, which was oh, so era yeah. appropriate, like yeah, so 2005. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the um, like uh, the main guy's crew were like very oh yeah this era appropriate. Totally. Like the blonde haired girl, I thought it was the girl from High Fidelity, but it wasn't. Oh, she's in very few things. I looked yeah, her up recently because I, I watched she that. She looks just like that girl though. That girl's she's great. She's a really great actress. Her I was wondering pretty boy why she's this. not in more. Pretty boy. Yeah, she doesn't really seem like she's she in much. She does anymore. look a lot like her. Damn, nope. you're right. Yeah, like the high fidelity girl. Yeah. Um, Crazy. The only other thing I really have is uh, uh, nothing. Okay. I think survival takes place on an island, and I think at the end of the movie they say something like, oh, don't kill them. They're just looking for a place to go, like yeah. us. And I think they learn to walk underwater in this movie, and they w- then walk to the island, I think, in yes. survival. Oh, okay. Well, they. I mean, survival's they, at the oh, so survival's at the end, and diary is in between. But diary is almost like its own thing. Oh, I don't even know anything about the timeline. Diary is like a a first person like found footage kind of thing of like no. college kids their bus crashes and they they have to like seek refuge. I'm good. And then survival takes place on an island somewhere. And George Romero was always going to make this movie called Diamond Dead, which is going to be about, be about a zombie rock band. <laughs> and he always he had the script. It was like always going to happen. Always going to happen. It was always like right on the verge of being made, and then it never happened. That probably would have been actually kind of fun. Would have been so enjoyable. Would have been really fun. Uh, one thing I kind of vividly remember is that it seems like in this movie only the zombies' faces are fucked up. Like okay. their their clothes aren't even that dirty. None <laughs> of them are missing limbs. Their hands look fine. It was like all the makeup was just face. Weird. Like like maybe they were a little bloody otherwise, but okay. they didn't have any like. You know, bits hanging off or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, that's Skin, true. Like they were all like intact. They're pretty, yeah, pretty. Together. I thought that was kind of strange. They're pretty together. Bunch. Their faces just like rotten, and that was about it. Damn, <laughs> they all sustained uh, head injuries. That's how they all died. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote that I liked big, that Big Daddy's gas station job comes back into play, but I oh, don't remember how. He's like, uh, I think he's like ringing the bell at the gas station or something. That just like that. When you said it, it like recurred. It's to me. like at the end too, right? He's like filling up. Oh, he fills up the car. Yeah, with his uh, and he shoves he, it in the side, and then he blows it up. And then they blow it up. Yeah, true. Yep, yep, yep. That that end parking lot bit was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Still, Charlie, um, shout out. How would you rate it? Um, I would give it like so. Rotten Tomatoes, dude, gave it a seventy-four, which I was shocked. definitely don't think it's that high. No, I would give it like I wrote five point five, but I think talking about it, I give it like a bump it up to a six. Jordan, if you're listening, I know you love a good bump up, <laughs> so we're bumping it up to a six. Loves a good bump up, and that's not a Coke thing. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, should we do a segment called Tasty Notes? Yeah, let's do Tasty Notes. Okay. 
Do we have music for Tasting Notes? No. Uh, I just drop our voices and <laughs> add some delay. <laughs> um, I don't even know what this means. Raw brown meat. I guess that's like the zombie <laughs> thing. And then some sky flowers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is a sky flower? Oh, in this movie, they're like the the fireworks, but I think a sky flower would be like a... You could eat it in my world. You could okay. eat it. So I've got... Was that all you had? That's, yeah, okay. surprisingly little. I've got... This one I oh because small brown bike I wrote a brown ale. All right, that's why I said brown meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And I wrote oily fish such as salmon or mackerel for omega threes for your brain. Ooh. And afterwards, a little dark chocolate for antioxidants for brain health. Damn, you're smart. Yeah, I was looking into brain food, buddy. Brains. Yeah, because the dead like they like the brains. They really do. If I was a zombie and I did a tasty nose, I would say brains. That's true. Brown brains. I looked up. Oh, that the sounds bad. I'm just to cut that. <laughs> okay, make a note to cut that. You mean bad brains? Bad uh, brains. I looked up the IMDb tags. It's just like a bunch of like hardcore metal terms: zombie child, zombie boy, zombie survival, zombie apocalypse, disembodied head, zombie with a gun, extreme violence, You're back just, from like, the dead, reciting lyrics, hell on earth, evil clown, monster as a victim, bad guy, outbreak, sadism. Oh, I like monster as a victim. That's yeah, my that's band. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Fight to the death, double cross, sliced in two, hole through torso, torso cut in half, lawnmower. Yeah. Shot through the mouth, shot in the throat, shot in the shoulder, shot in the leg, shot in the head, shot in the forehead, shot in the eye, shot in the crotch, shot in the chest, shot in the arm. (laughs) Dear God. All right. (laughs) Midget, person on fire, and death of a friend. Oh. Yeah. Sad. Do you have any wine or cheese? Yeah. Let's let's let the music play for a little bit. I don't think I did that last time. Music's fun. How many do you have? I have a couple. I got four. Same. I bet, I bet we have at least one of the same ones. Actually, I'm going to say I got three. Because one's not good? It's not very good. Okay. Um, just look at me. You can tell I have terrible dreams. Oh, uh, that's the movie. You're right. Yeah. Uh, my first one is Death is Contagious. I'm going to say that's the album. Yeah, it's the song Hideaway. Okay. Nice. Um, remember when you said that things would never change? Mm, that's gotta be the album yeah it's like a future with no friend okay mine is nothing bad ever happened to me that's the movie that is the movie yeah the main guy says it yeah 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 yeah. uh (laughs) let's hit the road and live this life before we're dead Uh, that's hard i'm gonna guess album yeah, it's from the song More or Less. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. cool. But it Damn. sounds like that's something they that would have said. Because they're in a vehicle. Right, I'm going to say my bad one and then save my other one. Okay. My bad one is, I'm going to blow you out of your fucking castle because I've got dead reckoning. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Did I do the thing where I look at you and nod? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, and my last one is, you're so dead now, as I thought to myself, is that really true? That's the movie. Right? No, it's from See You in Hell. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, my last one is, it looks like God left the phone off the hook. Oh, that's from the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I that's, thought that that's a line cool line. Awesome. Yeah, that's the only reason I remember it, because it's a cool line, man. <laughs> um, if you have any cool lines from the movie or the album, no. Hey, uh, if you have any cool lines we missed. Uh, <laughs> I also have one more note that I forgot to say that I was listening to because I only listened to it once, but I thought it was really cool. The dude from Stranger Things, Steve, released a song. Oh. His name is DJ O. Roddy, or maybe his name is DJ O and the song's called Roddy. So, so go to Spotify or YouTube or Apple Music or Napster or <laughs> anything and type in DJ O. Roddy, R-O-D-D-Y. The song's actually pretty good. Huh. It's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 
I don't know. I still have to watch that new season, but maybe that song plays or something. I don't know. Who knows? That's fun. Couldn't tell me, wouldn't tell me. Ain't gonna. (laughs) I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening. Anything you'd like to add? No. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 